Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believed You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And this is part two of the interview with Craig. Yeah, so like we've mentioned before, and if you've heard our previous episode with Craig, um, we, we talked and we talked and we talked. And again, in our previous episode, we mentioned some of the technical difficulties we were having. It was almost as if whoever... Whatever powers are in charge were like, don't talk about this and kept trying to just like fuck with us so that we couldn't talk about what we we're talking about. But we made it happen anyway. And hopefully you're actually listening to these two parts and they didn't get deleted somehow mysteriously because the aliens didn't want you to get this information. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Put my tinfoil hat on there for a second. Well, I mean, well, no, I, I, well, I have something to share that happened uh, so I guess this would be technically after the interview, right? But um, it was weird because I was I was um, laying in bed, and you know my wife and I were just talking, and then we were trying, we were like laying there just to go to sleep and stuff, and then I felt I kept feeling like something was, someone was there, mm-hmm. and like they were kind of messing with me. Like, um, I, I don't know if I felt, uh, something tug on the sheet or something like that. And, um, just like somebody was standing really close to me and, uh, I was like, look, you can't be here. Like, I, I don't want you to be here right now. Uh, if you just, just please leave this and that, you know, just trying to be polite, you know, just letting it know what I want and not, you know, not trying to be forceful or anything, but just, you know, letting it know that it was Betty by time. It was night, night. Don't bother me. Yeah. Please don't, please don't bother me at this moment. And then like, I was kind of, um, hugging my wife. And then all of a sudden she says, ow, she goes, something pinched, something pinched my stomach. And I said, what? What? I was like, did you have like a, like, you know how, when, when women, um, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're having their period. Sometimes they'll get like cramp. Yeah. I was like, like a cramp feeling no. like a pinch. And she was like, no, like somebody pinched my stomach. And I was like, why do well, people, that why, was weird. Why do men think uteruses are inside their stomach? Carlos is like, does your stomach no, hurt? But like, like, no, my uterus hurts. Damn I know, it. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Just <laughs> okay. go. Oh, no, it's just, I, you know, I didn't know exactly what she was talking, like yeah. which part of her stomach. But, yeah. you know, so. Like in general, people like when they talk. Well, anyway, so she I said that, she right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she said that, um, I was like, like a cramp type of pinch. And she was like, no, like somebody pinched me. I was like, and I just said that was weird because literally a couple seconds before was when I was having that whole yeah, thing like happen. Someone's in the room, like yeah. a trickster. Someone's trying to fuck with yeah. you, kind of. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of just like in my head started, you know, praying to Michael and, and asking him to protect us and doing the whole like cutting threads and, you know, kind of just picturing him, you know, putting his light throughout the entire house. And it was fairly easy. Like it, it there have been times where like I'm trying and there, I just get to a certain part and I can't. And then like I, I f- just keep pushing and, and it finally goes out. But this time, like I was able to like sweep the entire house pretty, pretty easily um but i just thought it was kind of weird and then um a couple nights later i think it was a couple nights later um i was like really tired so i was like snoring really loud so 
I kept getting kind of not, like nudged, nudged awake. So I was like, I'm going to go to the other room so we can both sleep. Yeah. So I, I went and I came to this room where I'm recording <clears throat> and I was, I was asleep and it was, I can't remember exactly what the dream was. I remember like we, I was in a house that I don't recognize, like I don't know. And, um, something was trying to like attack us there was like some shapeshifters and but there's like these like things that were on my side and then i just remember something like an animal shapeshifted like into this animal and then i remember either i said it or somebody like like i said this this happened like last week or so so i had the dreams not like super fresh in my mind and i didn't write it down I just remember somebody said, either I said or somebody said something about a kitsune, like, and I don't, like, I've heard the term before, but I'm not really sure what it is, but it was like protecting me or something. And then somebody telling me they're coming for you because you're one of them. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) uh, Uh yeah, I'm going to wake up now. And I don't think I woke up immediately. I think I continued with the dream a little bit, but then it just started getting really like weird. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm done. And I just woke up because I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. This isn't like, it's not entertaining. It's starting to scare Uh, me. So yeah, like when that starts to happen, like I just bring myself out of the dream and like, I just like, no, I'm done. Like I'm done with this. So I, I pulled myself out, but it was weird because like we had just talked about aliens, like, yeah, you know, the week before and then, you know, I don't know if it was like an alien or if it was something else or someone else or like a ghost or something or, or what, what I, I am like that it was coming after me, but I just remember that phrase, like just stayed in my head. Like you're one, they, they like, they're coming after you because you're one of them. Like, I just remember that, that just is stuck in my brain. You're hybrid. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was very, it was a weird dream for sure. I wonder if there's going to be a part three to that dream. It, uh, to be three. honest with you, it did feel a lot like a movie. Yeah. Like when I when I woke up, um, it I I almost remembered what uh, Tanya had said about you know how she had how she had that oh, yeah. like TV series dream or whatever yeah, like it yeah. almost Wonder felt Vision. like that yeah when I woke up. It was uh, really weird. That is weird. So, hmm. yeah, that yeah. that was my uh creepy thing. Yeah. Keep well keep like I said, keep us up or keep us updated if there's a part 3. Um but you talking about like something spooky that happened in in your house like made me remember something that was kind of weird that happened today. Um but uh if you're in Texas and northern Texas in particular then you know as of right now, while we're recording this, there's like a snowstorm that's happening outside. And it's Craig like, told you to get uh what? Check check uh Craig told you to get food. He did. Oh that is true. I don't know. Okay, so again, at this this recording, we're recording this intro and this outro after the fact. Um but I don't know what part it's going to be in of him telling me to, because I talked about this winter storm. Yeah. I, 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 well, I didn't know who he was saying it to. 
Because I know they just mm-hmm. went through a winter storm, and then he, and then you, I think you were talking about MREs or something. And yeah. Then he Dad. said, "Well, I just got a message, and he or something like that, and he's like, uh, stock up on food.' Yeah, like it's not. I remember that now. It's yeah. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Well, yeah. I mean, luckily, yeah, and and we did. Like, we're we're good. It's definitely not as bad as as last year's. Um, it is going to be a two day thing. Like everything started shutting down this afternoon. And tomorrow, everything like they just I just got called off of work today also. So or like I don't have to go in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, luckily we have food and power. So I don't think it's going to be as bad. But I mean, we still did definitely have to get some food. So I'm glad we did. Um, But that was not the creepy thing that happened. But now that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, So again, well, yeah, going back. So I didn't have to go to work today because the roads are all icy and we, us Texans don't know how to deal with any of that, right? Um, and uh, I was in the kitchen, like, working on stuff, and Carlos went to take the dogs out in the backyard to just, like, play fetch for a little bit. And while he was out there, I heard, like, a – I don't know if you guys can hear this, but, like, a like a pounding knock. on the door. Yeah, like a knock. But, like, not not like a knock, like like your knuckles yeah. like knock, knock, with but, like, so, like, a fist. Yeah, exactly. But it sounded like it was on the on a wall. So and it was like inside like the kitchen area. And so like the kitchen living room area, like the back door is, you know, right in there. So I thought it was Carlos. I thought maybe the dogs had gotten into something in here. I, I don't know. I thought he banged on the wall. So I go to the door and he's also coming to the door. And we just looked at each other like, what do you want? And I looked at him like, no, what do you want? And so he opens the door and he's like, why'd you knock? And I was like, I thought you knocked. And he's like, no, I heard you bang on the window. I'm like, no, I heard you bang on the wall. And we're like, is someone at the front door? But I don't know how he heard this outside. You know what I mean? But I heard it, you know, on the inside. And uh, we checked the front door. Nobody was at the front door. Like I said, the roads are icy. So there's no... um, there's no packages being delivered. And I mean, I checked there's, and he went, he checked also. Um, so, you know, it was weird, right? Like, the two knocks. Yeah. Where oh. exactly did you hear it? Like. I heard it. I heard it coming from the wall that is like the backyard is on the other side of that's okay. where Carlos and the dogs were. Mm-hmm. And he heard it, you know, from that same, the, the door that he's talking about, the window he's talking about is on that wall. Mm-hmm. So we both heard it from the same wall, but, me on the inside and him on the outside. And there's like no pipes or anything on that wall, possibly. I mean, I don't know. I feel like pipes run throughout the whole house. Yeah, I just, I'm just trying to like. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it's it's weird though. I I was gonna say I don't know if I mean, I don't necessarily think that I've heard pipes do that. Like, I mean, it, it could be, but again, I don't really know what pipes run through that wall because it's like window door fireplace window so i have a feeling that there are no pipes there mm-hmm. yeah yeah right like there couldn't be um but yeah i was just like well okay so then so then i'm going about my day and i'm like now just putting two and two together somebody uh you know a former i don't know uh some somebody i guess an acquaintance of mine um that you know why i've known for like 10 plus years because he's just always kind of been there i learned that he passed away 
shit. And so, I, like, it made me think of, like, the knocking that's supposed to happen and then somebody passes away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know. It could all just be, like, super co- co- coincidental. But uh, I, I did just think that it was weird that, like, both Carlos and I heard it, but he heard it on the outside and I heard it on the inside. And we both thought it was each other. And we we're like, no, that was you. Like, no, that was you, right? Like, no, okay, I don't really know what to think of that it was weird. well i mean if it was that person whatever remember that thing that i just sent you about capricorns and like all the yeah, astrological signs right. and their abilities and i think the one for capricorn was something about like oh yeah medium me- yeah like messages from the dead and stuff i almost feel like we should read that out loud <laughs> or send it Go to for it. or share it on our- do, you, do you want me to read through like super quick yeah all right, all right, all right, all right. So Eric sent me this. I thought it was pretty funny. So psychic abilities based on your um, astrological sign or zodiac sign. Let us know in the comments on Facebook or Instagram or send us a message if any of these are accurate because I'm curious. <laughs> so if you're an Aries, pyrokinesis? Yeah. Yeah. So if That'd you're an so Aries, fun. yeah, Aries or pyro can uh, have uh, pyrokinesis pyrokinesis mm-hmm. abilities <laughs> pyrokinetic huh Pyro- uh, pyrokinetic abilities abilities but it's pyro like telekinesis but yeah. it's pyrokinesis uh-huh yeah pyrokinesis um taurus is telekinesis gemini is remote viewing cancers are empaths Le- i don't know man cancers are never mind Leo, uh, channeling, Virgo, or energy healing, Libras, or telepaths, Scorpios, death warning, I believe it, Sagittarius, precognition, Capricorn, medium, Aquarius, clairvoyance, and Pisces, uh, astral projection. So, apparently, according to this, I'm good at mediumship and talking to dead people, and Eric is good at clairvoyance which we already know and have already discussed multiple times on this episode, but he is still very much in denial of. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm in denial. I just, I don't, I don't know how great my abilities, if I have them are. Well, they're not Um, very great because you're not trying to use them. So therefore uh, they suck. I, I, I sent it to her just because the two that, um, like oh, she's a Capricorn, I'm an I'm an Aquarius, and I just thought it was funny because the two things that I that happened to the happened to me the most, I guess, are me seeing people and I see dead people, mm-hmm. and uh, the like ability to like like again we talked about this off off um not sure. while not recording with with Craig, but about um I always like have a bad feeling something's going to happen or i say oh imagine this happens and then it ends up happening um so he was basically said that like maybe i'm yeah i'm seeing the things happen before they actually happen i just don't realize that i'm receiving that information so Mm -hmm. uh and then with the capricorn michelle's had you know i think we talked about it right that you've had um attachments and stuff like that and you know yeah i'm trying to think of like the seminars that like that uh maybe i haven't talked about that actually no, my I first medium I... my first mediumship reading giving a reading have i, I not ever get... talked about that 
Maybe, maybe, not. maybe I've heard I'm I've heard it before, so I think that you have, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway, yes, yeah. So that's F-top. why I sent it to her, and I, I'm curious uh, to know whether you know anybody else's matches up with them. I know people in the comment section of that. Uh, it's that Facebook group that I always trash talk. <laughs> So a lot of people were like, oh, my God, this is so accurate. And I was like, yeah, of course, I expect that from this group. But um, I want to I want to hear from you guys. I promise I won't judge you guys because (laughs) I know you all aren't like that. Of course. Um, course. But, yeah, definitely uh, let us know that I'd be interested to find out. And we'll we'll share it on. We'll try and share it on um, on the Instagram and Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. So you guys can see everything as well. Sorry for that rambling or the spooky. Well, I'm not sorry because they're spooky updates. You don't you don't know what those those things were. Yeah. <laughs> but here is part two of Craig's interview. Uh, enjoy. So Michelle, I wanted to I wanted to circle back around. I wanted to ask you what what was the dream that I was in. Um, I I was trying to remember for for the podcast, but I literally at this point like because it, it was just like in in passing kind of thing that i didn't hold on to what i mean i know we spoke i just I, like it's pissing me off now <laughs> i know we spoke but i just i literally can't remember any of it because i was like well that was weird like i don't know it was so random and then it just now i wish that i had tried harder to remember because appropriate and like you reaching out and let's talk about dreams i'm like i wonder if you came to me first in my dream be like hey we should do another podcast together <laughs> and that's so we, what it was we, we but, got together on the astral yeah. plane first before uh we physically did i guess yeah i don't Interesting. I, yeah i don't know if maybe it'll like randomly pop back up into my memory but i just i like i just know that it was you if that makes sense and but i don't remember what actually was said um and it was like a quick like in and out and then i moved on to like the next dream or to like the next scene i guess or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's so weird it was very weird <laughs> for sure um one of one of the things with with regards to uh you know getting back to with the ets visiting and whatever mm-hmm. um i I've, I've seen them like energetically you know psychically interacting with me um but not physically since covid like they have mm-hmm. been they have been like ghosts like almost like covid's you know gonna do something like to them oh abs- absolutely absolutely especially if your your dna it, it, that you you know you share with us especially mm-hmm. if you had a hand in helping create us maybe this stuff is just as toxic to you and they have to pump the brakes on, you know, coming in and, and physically seeing us. I mean, the last, the last physical one that came in, um, I had heard like our floors are all squeaky in our house. The people that own this house before had their, their pipes break. So all the wood mm-hmm. floors, no matter where you walk in here, they squeak somewhere. There's no escaping it. So I had heard the floor, outside of my bedroom squeaking like somebody was walking and then i heard the floor in the bedroom squeaking like somebody walked through the bedroom and i i you know i opened my eyes i look around like okay nobody's there and then my bedroom door opens 
and this like it looks like it looked like something out of scooby-doo this black et walks in and like like there's like this green like aura around it and then through its eyes and like it i'm fucking terrified and it like walks (laughs) up to this up to the side of the bed and it's like telling me i had to hold hands with it and i couldn't fight it so i underneath the blankets i hold up my hands and it holds my hands and it looks like I mean, it had to be like, it was really small, like three and a half feet, three feet. I don't know. And it's like, I'm not going to hurt you. I just want to share love with you or something to that effect. And then I passed out because I was like, so afraid I passed (laughs) out. And then I, I woke up later on, on my back. And I was like hugging myself, like physically hugging myself. Wow. I'm like, like, did that really happen? Like, (laughs) what the fuck yeah (laughs) that was the last that was the last visit and I don't know it it was it was like that thing was like physically there but not physically there like it was like phasing in or out or something but I could hear it walking across the floor what the hell that is so I yeah I don't I I think that's why I like just lie to myself like again going back to like my dream was in a dream I was like, no, it was a dream because the thought of it actually being real (laughs) is terrifying, like more terrifying than it just being a dream, obviously. So I can't imagine knowing for a fact that I am not dreaming and like seeing these beings and interacting with them. And I, I don't know. It's fascinating, but I think that I would just be terrified if it actually did happen. I mean, it, it is really fascinating, but it's like, again, you have to be like, this isn't something that happens in your day-to-day reality. Like we're not like living in star Wars where you see hundreds of different species when you go into the city and like you're interacting them, like you grew up there. It's like a normal thing. All right. So your normal reality is you see, you know, black people, white people, Asian people, and you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's like a normal thing. And you interact with all these people, but then like you see something that isn't in like your normal day-to-day thing and like you just don't know how to process that like what box do you put that in when you when you have that experience and you see something like that it's like you know like a a unicorn just walked down the middle of the street you know I mean it's 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 weird it's 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 incredibly complex because you know you're, you're dealing with uh you know higher vibrational beings too as you kind of work through their uh their hierarchy um and you know they're dimensionally uh higher beings and you know they're using these other smaller beings to interact with us as kind of uh intermediaries when you're you're being taken back and forth you know mm-hmm. it you know it's there there isn't it's not like you know it's like there was a class in school like well if the jill if the aliens and come and pick you up this is what you have this is your safe work i mean there's no yeah, no there's nothing there's nothing you can do you know Ugh, um true. i i wanted to uh talk about um the uh other dream that i had uh it was a couple weeks ago and um i I was walking into this, this, um, this forest, there's huge trees, not like, not like 
redwoods, but really, really like huge trees. And I'm walking down this, this path and it's nighttime and he's, somebody announces that I'm coming in and there's, there's people in the forest. And, you know, I was, there was people, there was a, a lake too. And I kind of was shouting across the lake to these people. And there's other people I turned around to meet with. And I couldn't tell, you know, it was nighttime really what they looked like. So I walk up to these people in the dream and this ends up being a parallel life thing, except it's in the future. Hmm. So I walk up to these people and I open my hands and I manifest this hologram between my hands of the earth. And then it's like this energetic map and it shows the earth, but the earth is tilted like on a much more extreme angle than it is now on its axis. Mm -hmm. And then normally you have the earth where it has this toroidal field around it energetically that looks like a donut. And the energy field was completely different. It went, had these spindles that went off the North and the South pole on these sharp angles. And then they spread out like a, almost like a funnel going out into space. Hmm. So the energy field was completely different. So after I'm, I'm done with the dream, I wake up and I tune into it. I, I check in with my guides and they're like, the year was 4020. Hmm. And then, then the message that came with it was billions will have to die. Hundreds of thousands will survive. And then, so I, I, I go to my friend, Kathleen, and I'm like, can you read into this? Like we were, we were in spirit circle. I'm like, this is really, really messed up. I was had this dream about the future and she's, she's looking into it and she's like, yeah, everybody is living underground. She's uh. like, they've, they've let the whole world kind of go back to like being natural and like grown over. And, um, it, it the year was, again, was 4020 AE after the event. If you've read through some of my channels, they keep alluding to some yeah. really, really horrible thing that's coming down the pipeline that's going to change the whole world that like people are going to be forced into like reconciling with all this karma that we've, we've kind of accumulated here culturally. Um, you know, I've seen things to do with uh, just recently with uh, a giant asteroid, um, you know, f fires, uh, definitely floods. They, they reference water coming in a lot, like the many, cleanse. many times. It, they, they, they say you're going to be in water up to your necks repeatedly. Jeez. So, yeah, so the, everybody was like living underground, you know, the people that were were left and they kind of let the world kind of revert back to, I guess, like some sort of natural state. Mm. So that was, that was interesting. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was like kind of awe-inspiring and terrifying at the same time, you know, like, and also like, who am I in the future that I'm talking to these people and how do they know who I am? Mm -hmm. Would, would this be like, oh, in our lifetime <laughs> or like the, the event? Well, yeah. Cause I know you said it was 4020, but like, yeah, that the AE, like the that's event that's actually Earth. happening. No, I know. I, I know. AE. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The, the only, I, I haven't been given any timeline on it. Um, okay. The, um, the only person I've heard reference a date to it happening was, um, uh that his son has a uh, podcast uh he, he's i think i don't know if he's in north carolina or south carolina bledsoe is his last name he has people that have come out to like his his farm and he has like 
these energetic like ET ships show up and everything. And in this YouTube video, he his son did of him where he interviews him, he references, I forget what the date was, but he goes into, you know, he, he I was like the only person I've heard mention a date that ties into this, like this happening. So I'm not, they, like I'm, they have I'm not, I'm not certain if, if that's even, if that's in stone, but I mean, we have, I, I was also shown, um, I, I was walking through the city and I, I was shown this uh, diagram in my head of this long, this long cylindrical funnel of all the timelines that we're on right now. And if it looks like a, like, say there are different colors, one's blue, one's red, one's yellow, and they're all being condensed and pushed together to this small point. And some of the timelines they said are collapsing into each other and, and being forced into each other. So then, you know, that makes you wonder about the stuff with, um, what they call it, the Mandela effect. Oh, Have you ever yeah. researched that? Yes. That's, oh, that's, that's like mind blowing. It really is. And, yeah. and I, I've, I remember stuff distinctly being, you know, especially like with, you know, like the peanut butter labels, the Berenstein bears yes, and all so that stuff. That and one. I'm like, I know that I'm not wrong about that. I'm like, you know, I've had discussions with this with one of my friends on and off. And I was like, oh, do you remember this? Yeah, I remember that. And like, what the fuck? How did that change? When it would, how do we not notice? When, yeah. So like, if, if we're dreaming and moving in between these parallel lives, you know, I, I, I can't help but wonder, like, what happens if I die in one of those, those parallel realities? Does, does that affect this one? Or is it just nothing? Like it just disappears, hmm. you know, I would it go ahead. Eric. No, I was just going to say, I, I wonder those things all the time. Like, like that thing, like what I mentioned to you about like the, that car accident or that spinning out incident that happened where, uh, you know, we were driving back that we I guess we talked about it off the recording but um I in my head I always think what if I would have died like in that moment you know what I mean uh obviously I wouldn't be here right now but it's just I I think about all the I think about things like that all the time whenever I, I have a decision to make or or like an event happens in my life I think well what if I never would have done this or I never would have done that or um I would have chosen to do this instead of that you know, would it, how different would my life be? Or would I, you know, even be here right now? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting, you know, to like, I guess to think about, I guess that that would be straight through string theory. I I don't know if that's what that is, where they talk about multiple mm -hmm. universes and stuff like that. So when, when you guys originally talked to me and I told you about um, sorry, super duper quick. So there's five minutes remaining of uh, this call before it stops recording. So I might have to just restart another one. Um, just so we'll we can just restart. Yeah. So because I was yeah. going to try and like get a plan, but I'm it's too much. So <laughs> we're just going to go with this or we'll, we'll just start a new recording. So the when I talked to you guys originally and I told you about how I was taken on the ship, and how they did the surgeries on me. And they told me that they were healing my cancer, et cetera, et cetera. I, there was the Dr. ET that have now recognized and had that face-to-face experience with afterwards. But there was also the other ET, excuse me, that was behind me, that the one that was all black. 
this was the ET that I came face to face with in my yard. The one that ran his hand over the top of my head. And it felt like all this energy, like he was like literally running his fingers over the top of my brain. Like it could feel every bump in it. Uh It was Mm -hmm. like, and then I'm, I'm looking in his eyes and it's like, I can see the whole fucking universe, like just all the stars in it and stuff like simultaneously, like I'm looking through him. And when I channeled afterwards and I did some healing work with one of one of my healers and, and I'm trying to process this and break this down because I was like totally, totally, completely traumatized by it. Um, I learned that this other ET that visited me was one of my parallel selves. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and then on top of that, they told me that I had missing time and that it was four and a half years of missing time. I'm like, wow. that's not that's not even possible. And then they send me a diagram, which is an, I put in the vessel of one where you have oh, yeah. con, confluence points where they take you in and out of the time stream and then insert you back in. So I'm like, how real is reality if somebody can pull four and a half years out of your life and you don't even know? And, and, but what what are they doing or what's the purpose of like keep taking you i guess for so long like what like or it was like i was living somewhere else like i kept dreaming and dreaming and dreaming like i was living in this like i I mean i assume it was some sort of ship but i felt like i was living in this like hotel and i know i walked through like this four-year main entrance way of and people knew me and i was like hey what's up and there was elevators to go to different places and I could tell you, like, and I knew if you went past the main area, there was a dining hall right off of that main area. And then, and then just dreams of classrooms over and over again, classrooms. Like, hmm. that's when one of the major themes of the abductions was being put into classrooms and then medical stuff. Hmm. So, when now you're making me. Sorry, now you're making me wonder if like those dreams where um, like I've had dreams where I, I feel like I'm in school or like in, in, in going to like I'm at, in university, I'm at the college and, you know, I'm supposed to be doing this, like turning this assignment in. And then I wake up terrified because I'm like, holy, I like I missed my assignment or like I remember like taking certain classes and then in my like in my dream. I feel like I, I, like I stopped taking the courses and I, and then I wake up and I'm like, wait, but did I finish that course or did I not finish that course? And then like, I'm doubting myself and, and, and it's like different things like that. I know it sounds kind of dumb compared to what you guys are talking about, but like, it, it makes me like wonder, like, am I remembering a different, like a parallel timeline or am I, you know, yeah, I don't know. Are, are you in, in the spiritual blowing world? my mind again? Yeah, like it, <laughs> like you're like you have the the whole astral realm that you're interacting with when you dream, and you're going off and you're learning other stuff. I mean, just because you're, I mean, this one body is asleep. Mm-hmm. You know that doesn't mean you're off doing not doing other stuff. I mean, the soul yeah. is fast. Yeah, and I think a lot of this ties around and comes back to how powerful and how vast is your soul 
the other night, my, uh, the other day, my wife told me about a, a dream she had. And, you know, sometimes she'll come in the bedroom after, you know, I'll be laying in bed at night when she's washing up and she comes in and, you know, she'll, she'll hear different podcasts I'm listening to. And she's like, what the hell is shape-shifting reptilians? Like, so she thought this, like, it was the funniest thing she's ever heard. So she brings it up all the time. And she's like, but, you know, I'll be talking about something. She'll be like, but was there reptilians? So oh, it's it's something she prods me with all the time. But <laughs> the other day she has a dream. She's like, yeah, I had a dream about Bigfoot. And she's like, do you ever see any Bigfoot? I'm like, no, you know, I don't. And uh, she's like, yeah, I was... I was uh, flying over the woods and then we were flushing out all the, the Bigfoot out of the forest and they were running out. And I was like, you were flushing them out? She's like, yeah. And, and I was like, you were above the forest? She's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, you were probably in a fucking UFO. <laughs> I was like, you were literally in the UFO. She's like, oh, no, that's this. She's like, no, that's stupid. I was in a drone or something. She's like, oh, no, yes. it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. I don't acknowledge that that exists. I'm like, yeah. all right, fine. <laughs> because you were just dreaming about flushing Bigfoot out of the oh, woods yeah, yeah, for, exactly. for no particular reason. Like, that's the weirdest dream ever. She's in a shape-shifting uh, reptilian UFO. That's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Oh, absolutely. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, it would be kind of like, remember what uh, we've talked about, too, about you know you um bigfoot we, i think we who was it we talked about with um ed i think yeah about them being you Inter- know creatures from interdimensional other beings yeah but also i think i don't know if it was him that said something about them like being um from other planets as well and being like dropped here on earth did we not discuss mm-hmm. that with no, I, well? no, I, 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 no 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 uh, yeah i'm i'm fairly sure that that actually happened i guess i'm just trying to like remember the rest of that conversation but um, yeah, no, I do remember him saying that, like some sort of. So I mean, it, you know, she was dreaming that she was with the aliens that originally got rid of them, or using them as some sort of, uh, you know. Uh, it was like trophy it, hunting. One of the people, one of the authors that I mention all the time is Dolores Cannon. I've read a lot of her work. Um, she has a whole series of books called The Convoluted Universe. So first, she has a book called The Custodians, where she's hypnotizing and putting people really deeply under so she can connect. And basically, I, I think in a manner of speaking, she's using people almost like a human Ouija board and um, mm. connecting with these other beings through these people as she's has them in, under this really deep hypnosis. So she goes all the way through um, the custodians and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper into like these almost like fringe ideas around the abductions and how they're happening and these sort of impossible things that people experience as being contactees. Then she goes off into the convoluted universe where it, there's, there's four books and she gets into these really, really far out there abstract stuff. And if memory serves me correct, my memory is not the best. She was talking through somebody to one of these entities about Bigfoot and mm. that they were going to be here after all the humans were gone and that they had the ability to withstand much more radiation than that we can survive. And I'm like, why, why would she be telling us about radiation? I'm like, is somebody going to drop, drop a nuke or something? Like, why would they reference radiation? I'm like, Oh my God, that's terrifying. 
Well, this is that that event. The AE. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, what what is that gonna look like? Is is it going to involve water, fire, volcanoes? I mean, there's there's a lot of like energy that's building up right now, as we, we mentioned the funnel before, that we're moving through this point where all the timelines are kind of coinciding into each other and this this pressure is being exerted on us. I mean have you seen all the people that are dying around you lately? Not, not totally not making light of it. I mean, you know, my, my cousin-in-law's mother, my, my, my second cousin's father, my friend who had the Mantid experience, boom, November. I mean, and then, you know, other, uh, my coworker sister from COVID. I mean, there's this list kind of goes on and on. It's like, it seems like so many, so many people are like passing away right now. Like there's this, just like this black wave that's going through, like people are, you know, checking out left and right because they can't deal with the energy. It's so heavy and so intense. I mean, famous people that just passed away, Betty White, Bob Saget, Meatloaf, um, Meatloaf. Louis Anderson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, just this, this past month. Yeah. 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 I, I think going up and, and, through the spring into the summer you're going to see a whole lot more people just checking out left and right wow. yeah for sure i uh, mean it definitely feels like we're going towards something, something. not so great <laughs> yeah um yeah and i haven't been feeling it recently but I, I do remember like for a solid month i'm like something is gonna happen like i don't know what it's gonna be or what it has to do with but i'm like i it's just something feels off and I'm like anticipating something I think it's going to be bad or like a a big shift that maybe I'm just not going to like initially (laughs) um but I like I can't pinpoint but I was like I I feels like something is coming I just don't know what even though like these last two years have been just a massive something is coming (laughs) but I'm like literally more yeah and maybe as a society as a culture um we're you know, all this karma is kind of built up around us, uh, you know, for generations. And, you know, we're, we're reincarnating back into dealing with that energy. And like, it all kind of has to come to a head at some point. Um, and then it has to be reconciled. Maybe some, maybe some big event has to happen in order for us to reconcile all that karma all at once. And then, you know, some of these souls are going to go off and do more 3D work. Some souls are going to graduate, move into like higher density realities, like, you know, a a fifth dimension opposed to this kind of three or fourth one that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe that's why also we have so much bleed through with uh, parallel lifetimes, people experiencing, you know, seeing Bigfoot walking down the street and then he just disappears um, the UFO is popping in and out of our reality. Maybe they know something that we don't. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're, a lot smarter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We're at a great disadvantage, uh, uh, compared to beings that, um, get to change vessels and be totally conscious when they come to, I mean, mm-hmm. when, when you're born, you, you experience the great forgetting. You're kind of like this blank slate and you have to learn who you are all over again. And then say you go down a path that's more spiritual, you start bringing in and reconciling and uh, acknowledging your past lives and integrating that stuff back into your consciousness. 
so you can expand all over again. But what if you just transferred your consciousness to a brand new vessel and you kept building upon that? But again, how much learning is the soul going to get out of that experience opposed to completely wiping the slate clean and, you know, starting over? Yeah. So maybe that's the whole point of the thing is that we have to experience this really dumbed down version of ourselves energetically. So, so like, correct me if I'm wrong, or if I, if you mentioned this and I'm just not understanding, but like, so when you, like, when that like person passes away, when they go back and like, when they, I guess are going to reset, do they, take that knowledge with them and now they add it to the knowledge they've already um accumulated and then when they're born again they just forget everything again so it's like just like a cycle of like they're gathering information and they just keep gaining knowledge or there's there's something that's yeah i mean the planet the the earth has kind of a you know like its own computer system the akashic records where all the information of all these lives are stored and then the universe has something similar well as well, that's called the uh, the tapestry. Um, it, it, if you look at it in terms of being like a giant computer, the universe is learning unto itself. Nothing is ever forgotten. No, no life. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten this message in channels that no life is insignificant. Everything counts. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, a, a guy drunk laying on the corner in the gutter or you're, you're uh, some rich entitled asshole, the universe is collecting all this information all the time. And we're experiencing different versions of it for ourselves is, you know, uh, you know, it, it's like every, everybody has a, um, a God aspect to themselves, you know, your, your soul energy and within like, you know, where your heart chakra is, you have a uh, singularity point. And that singularity point has the thread that brings you or ties you back into the original creation point of the universe. Nobody is ever, we have the illusion that we're living in that we're separate and that's not correct. We're all connected. You, you're just having this experience of being separate. And part of the lessons of the, the books and the messages is to learn that everybody is all one, but we're acting as if, you know, uh, we're separate from everything and everyone and, you know, behaving very selfishly. If the world were to shift its consciousness and I realize that I, when I walk out of the house, I'm Eric and Michelle, and then I'm also, you know, with all the animals and everything else that I experience, how am I going to treat the world and all those other people if I, I, you know, I understand that and everybody coincides with that one thought yeah the, the killing and the the waste would stop instantly there, there would be such a massive consciousness shift on the planet that you know it would change overnight and i think that's what kind of the objective of the dark is doing right now that we're, we're moving through all this stuff is it's fighting us and it knows that we have to come to this point i guess of reconciliation and move on but it's fighting tooth and nail and it's dragging down the energy and keeping us in this really negative low vibration. And you you see that negativity um, infecting people like a parasite where you see people completely snap and go off the rails and do random killings and other stuff. They're not conscious. It's almost like they're being possessed by something that is infecting them. This, this negativity 
that has its own its own consciousness to itself and um you know it people aren't necessarily i mean there's people who have a religious basis that they grow up with we pray and you know angels etc and that's great a lot of people don't grow up knowing that we we have this this whole energetic being to ourselves that we need to be conscious of everything around us that we need to protect ourselves energetically and that you know prayer is very powerful it's very important for us to exist here that we have to uh, also acknowledge that there's a spirit world around us and there's a very strong positive and a very strong negative polarity that we're interacting with and we we have to prepare ourselves to deal with that every day especially if you're really awake but those who are still asleep you know it's like being in the movie the matrix where they uh you know the agent comes in and takes over a body like and then they don't even know and they they possess it and all of a sudden it's them it's like it, it's it's kind of like that if you wanted to make a comparison i actually like that you brought, i i was actually wanting to bring up the matrix um earlier a lot earlier when you were speaking about um because well what you were t- talking about reminded me of what happens in the latest uh, i don't know if you've seen it the matrix resurrection i haven't seen it yet uh well then i i don't want to spoil it for you, but <laughs> Well, I'm, watch I'm, it I'm probably going to wait until I can like watch it through Amazon. So, I mean, oh, okay. if you want to talk about it, I don't care. It's cool. Um, it, it's um, the whole thing about them. Uh, like it's, it's the same characters from like the same two main characters from the pr- first movie, but they're in different bodies. And then you, as, as a viewer, you're seeing them as the characters that they were but then you get glimpses of them in, in reflections and they're, they're in different bodies. They're, they're not the same people, you know what I mean? And it reminded me of what you were talking about earlier about um, how sometimes you'll like, <clears throat> you'll wake up or you'll, you'll like be in this, in this, this I guess dreaming. And then, or you, you, um, you wake up and you're, you're in another body and you're like nothing, like nothing that you're seeing is, familiar to you and and that's almost kind of what neo is going through in the movie i I guess sorry but spoiler alert if you also haven't watched it and you're listening right now guys i completely forgot we're doing a podcast right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah my bad so i mean it's been out for a while so if you haven't seen it um but yeah and and so like they're they're going like in the in the in the in the movie like neo go is going through this crisis because he's like I'm remembering this past life and, you know, but like everybody, like the matrix is telling me that it's not real. You know what I mean? So it just, when you were speaking about all those things, I was just like, wow, this really like reminds me of, of, of that. You know what I mean? It, 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 it mirrors it exactly. And again, how real is reality and what are we, what are we really interacting with? Like one of the messages that comes through in, um, you know, uh, Blue Star Prophecy and the Vessel of One is uh, the the body is like fi- for the soul is like fingers to the hand. So the soul is having multiple lifetime experiences at once. Then we can't truly conceive of how vast the soul is and what it can do. And 
it, we have we have this little point of energy that we're you know we're connected with it and it's it's anchored to us but you know how how transient as it were we're able to hack into these other lives where we can perceive the other lifetimes and you know i mean a lot of this ties into uh you know if you ever read anything about shamanism how deep that goes into these these uh psychic experiences and experiencing um other entities experiencing other realities um this is you know a root part of uh you know indigenous cultures that they understand this and a lot of it has been being washed away why mm. where when are we gonna and i know it's gonna happen at some point and people are gonna be desperate for it but when are we gonna circle back around and recognize what a treasure uh you know indigenous peoples are here and the knowledge that they have and um how they're connected to the land and how they recognize how precious you know this uh this planet is and what a gift it is i mean we're we're, we're flushing trash out in the ocean by the ton every single day i mean there's no there's nothing in the ocean that does not have plastic in it now so at what point does the earth say enough is enough? I'm going to kill, knock off a few billion people with the snap of my fingers. Cause yeah. you know, I, 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 as a channel, I, I talk to the earth. I've talked to the sun. You can talk to anything you want to the plants, the trees, everything has consciousness to it. And it has energetic memory. Mm -hmm. You know, it, this has been scientifically proven too, where, you know, you, the, cut half of a leaf off the energy component is still there you know you have people that have had their their leg blown off in the war and they'll tell you that they have pain in their right foot but they're physically their right foot isn't even there so again we identify as being this this physical person but there's so much more to it that we we aren't uh, allowing ourselves to consciously tap into yeah and, and explore so, I mean, maybe if you culturally raise children, exposing them to ideas and stuff around based around shamanism, native cultures and stuff, and reintroduce that into our society, maybe that's a starting point for shifting uh, where we're going as a species down the road. Because right now we're, we're heading 100 miles an hour into a brick wall <laughs> with, with how we're uh, consuming and wasting here. Yeah. You know? I, I actually really love the idea of, teaching children some some of that because yeah I, I mean I really do think that that would just create like a whole generation of just better human beings <laughs> and you know I don't know we're, we're we're raising we're raising people to be consumers to be machines of consumption yeah I mean I my daughter's what 14 and a half now and I remember when when we first started doing the baby thing, all the stuff we had to buy and everything was wrapped in plastic. Everything had cardboard on top of that. I, I like, I couldn't believe all the trash and the shit I had to throw away just to use all of this stuff, you know, after having, um, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The um, uh, baby shower. Oh, yeah. it, it's like, it blew my mind. I'm like, and everybody else is having a kid and doing this and create, <laughs> I was like, I just created an epic ton of trash and then all the diapers on top of it. It's like, what are we doing to ourselves? 
you know, does, does, uh, you know, a bear leave candy bar wrappers out in the woods, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, what are we doing? Yeah. And then I just heard, I just heard, a, um, something about the masks that we're using because of COVID. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not saying don't use a mask guys, please. I mean, <laughs> If you if you can, I, I've already mask, had COVID yeah. myself too. So. Yeah, so that's not fun. Like it it it. Um, I just heard that those masks take. I think it's four hundred and fifty years, if I'm not mistaken. I could be completely wrong, but it takes a very, 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 very long time for them to, uh, you know, to break down. The, break like, down yeah, again. to break down. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, wow, it, it's it. And then, like I said, we've gone through so many masks and, and rubber gloves, that, gowns, yeah. the list goes on and on. I mean, like we just created a, a trash epidemic because of a virus. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> now, the moment that I started seeing masks just like thrown all over the place, I was like, oh, come on, guys. Like, can we just <laughs> this is why we don't have nice things. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's it's masks that they're being thrown, but like just even the masks that, like for example, like the hospitals that they're throwing away in there in the trash, you know, yeah. and then those get dumped in landfills and stuff. It it's going to take forever for that to break down as well. Yeah. And um, again, like I'm, I, I'm in the medical field, so I'm not out here trying to tell anybody don't don't go out and wear a mask because I, I do still feel like it's necessary in in certain situations, but um, it's a it's an it's an unfortunate. Um, I guess byproduct of of the situation that we've been in for these past past two years. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, you know, we're, we're, we're we we t- we tend to turn a blind eye to a lot of that. And you know, where where are we uh, spiritually if that's what we're doing? We're consuming, producing waste. I mean, it's like you, you take a baby, you give them a, a social security number, you know, like a matrix kind of thing, and you put them on the hamster wheel and he has to produce tax dollars and produce waste. And, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the, the That's matrix movie is the movie as well. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's, and it's, it's, I, I think if you're, you're awake and you're aware, you, you see this on a daily basis and it, you know, it, it breaks my heart. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I mean, and, 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 and it's crazy because you hear this right now and you're going to listen to this on the podcast and then you're just going to go back right back to, you know, consuming as normal because that's just life. That's the way it is. And, you know, it's, it's uh, very unfortunate. If you, if you visit my uh, Facebook page, uh, dimensional healings, I did a uh, channel recently for, um, I believe it's the Hopi Nation. Um, they have the uh, the legend of the uh, white buffalo calf woman. <clears throat> and listen to this, she, there's two two Native Americans, and I want to say something. Put this out there, the, the the Native Americans that we talked to on the other side, they call themselves Indians. So if anybody is <laughs> offended by that. <laughs> They call themselves Indians, so uh, okay. take it up with the other side. But um, so this, they're out in this field, they're hunting, and they see this cloud appear, and it comes down to where they are in the field, and then a woman steps off the cloud. Sounds like an UFO. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes to up to them, 
and then one of one of the uh, hunters has really impure and nasty thoughts about her, and she dissolves his body until it's just bones. The other one gets down on his knees and starts praying, and you know, I don't want to be punished for this. Please don't, please don't kill me. And she says, I want you to go back to your tribe. Tell them I'll be there. I think it was like in fourteen days. I'm going to come visit your tribe, and I'm going to stay with you for a set amount of time. And I'm going to teach you and so she does and then she teaches them I, I forget what the teachings were around it I'm mean, not versed in that but I was reading this afterwards because I'd written the channel for her and you know she mentions that like just just throwing like wrappers out your your car window is like what a sin that is and like how disrespectful it is to the earth and you know it, it's it's worth a read if you have a chance there's a picture of a a buffalo with it covered in snow but they're all saying from the other side like you know wake up look what you're doing look you know how look how you're treating each other you know look how you're treating the planet like why you know you we have to ask ourselves why haven't we evolved past this like in the last hundred years that we're on this this uh wheel of uh com consumption and reproduction you know, yeah. we're, we're just endlessly reproducing ourselves and, you know, again, tying back to the matrix, human beings are like a cancer on the planet. You know, we're, mm -hmm. we're killing it and choking it out. And, you know, if you, if you look at what we're doing too, like there's tribes in, in Africa that make their living and support themselves and survive on fishing. But then there's Chinese fishing trawlers that are off the coast of Africa that have massive nets that are scooping up fish by the ton. So all of a sudden, these people don't have any fish. So what do they do? They start going further and further inland and they go into the forest and now they're hunting and wiping out anything that walks and crawls that they can eat because there's no fish to eat. I mean, we, we, for one action, there's 10 other things that come after it that have repercussions. So yeah. it, it's only the inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. It's only inevitable that we're, we're going to have to pay a very heavy price for, for how we've existed here. And maybe that's part of, uh, you know, the, the legend and lore behind other um, societies that existed before us, you know, like Lemuria, Atlantis, um, and society reaches a point and the energy, the karma or whatever it is, reaches a tipping point. And then, you know, the kill switch gets hit and then it started over reset. again. Yeah. So maybe that's what's coming or maybe that's the event. It's the, the karmic reset or something and the, the planet can go dormant and repair itself for a while. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But we, we will have to pay a price for what we've done here. Oh, I like, yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> unfortunately but that's why i was like in our lifetime or like can i be dead but then who knows maybe i just like <laughs> you, come you back. might be right back here so <laughs> exactly I, I have a feeling you will <laughs> damn it <laughs> well you you know you guys are like boomerangs to each other you're always around each other so you know oh, that means i'm gonna have to come back too yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you you guys are you guys are like these these uh these twin souls. I mean, one doesn't exist without the other. You know, you you have the, you have this thing. So it's 
you're never not going to, I don't think, know each other in, in some respect, mm-hmm. whether it's brothers, sisters, husband, wives, whatever, you know, distant relatives, you're, that, that there's this polarity to you that, you know, that can't be erased. I don't know. Sometimes Wait, I everybody know. always did think we were twins. Oh, yeah, that's true. Could be because we're Kids. siblings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my goodness. It's nice talking to you guys because you're like so like laid back and down to earth. And it's like you can literally like ramble on about and go down any any path and any rabbit hole (laughs) yeah any rabbit hole and you can talk about anything and it's you know you guys feel like you're kind of like family when you talk when you talk to you so awesome thank you well we appreciate that that yeah Yeah. it does again thank you for being on and um do you have anything that you want to promote um uh you can yep Mm. my my books uh are the vessel of one and blue star prophecy those are all my channeled messages uh, all the rest of my books, because uh, I write fiction and poetry as well, are available at barnesandnoble.com, uh, amazon.com, and other uh, online book outlets. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Dimensional Healings, and Instagram under The Vessel of One, and my website is dimensional-healings.com. Perfect. And awesome. You hear that, guys? Is- we got authors and and with books in stores we got them for a year <laughs> well my favorite when you sent like the whole pack of books was poetry like alien poetry and i oh, was just like abductee this, poetry yeah. yes i'm like this is my vibe right here i love it <laughs> it was great it was awesome it's like one yeah. of those things i just did for myself and i don't know that anybody really gets it or not <laughs> but like i had I just had to do it for myself, if that's anything. That's awesome. No, it was, um, it was great. But I mean, that's great. when some of the best artists create is when you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I, I gave the uh, artist free reign to just like do whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, here's the poems, create something out of it. And whatever you do, I'm just going to go with it. And yeah, that was it. That's awesome. That was great though. Yeah. yeah. All right um well thanks again and like eric said i'm sure this is not going to be the last time we have you on um and yeah thank you thank if you. you have any psychic inklings about coming back on definitely yes. reach out we will <laughs> never say no yeah and do, uh, <laughs> or come come in dreamland first i guess is like yeah last yeah. Time. yeah i'll be yeah. seeing you in your dreams yeah she'll be a little bit more open this time and i'll she try won't forget. I'll, yeah i'll try to remember <laughs> Oh my goodness. Alrighty guys. Well, again, uh, very interesting. I love, honestly, like I, I mentioned it. I always forget that when, especially when like we're talking to people, like, and you just get really into it, you completely forget that you're doing a podcast and you just can go and go and go and go. So I want to say, I know we've done like these last three interviews have been two parters for each one, actually last four, I believe. Um, but let us know what you guys like the, the only, the reason we, part of the reason why we do it is because we, we try to keep the episodes to about an hour so that way we can keep your attention, you know, uh, so you don't get bored and stuff. But if you don't mind these episodes going on for two hours, um, let us know, or if you like this, you know, splitting it up, let us know as well. We, we want to hear your feedback. Uh, so that way we can, you know, I guess 
adjust to what you guys prefer. Yeah, that, that feedback would be super great, guys, because I'm over here like, we've done it four times in a row. But then what if you guys actually like it? Um, but our feelings won't be hurt either way. <laughs> Just let us know and don't be mean about it. I mean, it's <laughs> all we can ask, right? Yeah, because I mean, I know I'm definitely the kind of person that's like, why don't you just give me the entire episode? But then when I get like two hour long episodes, I'm like, dude, this is fucking two hours long. Like, I don't know if I can actually sit through this entire two hours. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm stupid. So, uh, also, guys, uh, everything to me, like I told Michelle this when we were afterwards, uh, when we were talking that. Whenever her and Craig start talking about stuff that I have no idea what they're talking about, like I apologize if I if I always relate things to like movies or comics or I uh, but I try to relate things to stuff that I know and I understand that way I can like I guess grasp what what's being said and stuff. Um, so if you think like oh my god you always bring up the same stuff or you're so dumb or that's not what they're talking about like. I apologize. I will say I'm not very versed. I'm not as versed as Michelle is in, in, in a lot of this stuff. So, uh, but if you're like me, um, I'm here to, to be everyone's fool. No. And like I told him that, I mean, I think that people need that because if they aren't familiar with it, Eric gives them a perspective of something that they, that they can relate to or that's relatable or, you know, that makes sense versus like, I don't know, sometimes big words are used or big theories that are like super complex that you need to hold on. Let me explain this to you first before we can insert that word in a sentence and you know, like the context of that or what that sentence means or whatever. So like, I mean, I don't know he's fine i don't know i don't know why you have to i don't know i just feel make yourself I, seem stupid well <laughs> that's why I, you we're doing this podcast too so that you can learn right or so we can yeah. learn well yeah i it's just like i said sometimes i feel like my references are, are just kind of like you know like no but anyway uh it was a good topic i like i said i i really enjoyed talking to craig again uh i didn't like i said i didn't feel as headachey as last time so <laughs> I, I think I grasped it a little bit better. I think having spoke with him, bef- spoken with him before about similar topics or just like kind of him getting us like easing, no, well, not even easing me. I just kind of like drop kicked me with all that information <laughs> before, but like having that knowledge and being able to go into this was, was a lot, you know, better yeah. for me, easier, I guess. Yeah. Easier to digest too. Um, yeah, no, I mean the the topic was was super interesting and um I actually wanted to read uh, uh an email that Craig sent after the interview like I believe the day after um if not the day after like yeah. 2 days after it was, it was very, it was shortly, very after. shortly after yeah. Yeah, um so you know you're you're at the end of part 2 already so that you you know that he mentioned that he hadn't seen or heard from or I guess really seeing aliens or the ETs in a very long time. Um, and literally the, yeah, that same evening uh, or morning, he ended up having missing time. And if, if you've listened to our previous episode with Craig or episodes with Craig, um, you know, that he, he wrote a book and or multiple books, but he gets a uh, channeled messages. So he, he 
got a channel from, let me just read what the channel says. So it's titled Missing Time. When time disappears, we often have nothing to say about it other than we are missing time. But how can you miss something if it doesn't exist in the first place? Craig, you are too missing. Craig, you two are missing time in this day, aren't you? Your time dis- your time dissipated from an hour into five minutes. You couldn't tell what ha- what was happening until you looked at your measuring device, the clock. Otherworldly entities entered your space. And why were they there? Did you say something that perhaps you weren't supposed to say? That is the greater question. We know you're curious, just as we are about you. They who are the watchers noted your existence in this long chain of time-space sequence before you were even born. And that's a topic that we kind of discussed during Mm -hmm. this interview as well. Um, He says, or the channel says, "Um, that is how much of an impact that you've made here. You might not think that you've mattered, but you have. All of those that you have affected matter. The ripple effect through your space-time has been noted as being significant. Certain things will never be understood, and that is okay. It is not for you to know so much as for your soul to understand. Missing time, we too, we too get to experience this phenomenon on our side of the veil. It isn't something that is isolated to your dimensional reality. Then again, what is real? by the Time Bandits, channeled by Craig, in service to all and the one. Um, so I followed up that email with, of course, this response, who are the Time Bandits? Whoa! And then it <laughs> said, can we share this on the podcast? And so, yes, he said yes. Um, but he said, uh, of course you can share it. Not sure if they were joking about calling so- themselves the Time Bandits, Bandits. Um, Sometimes the ETs have a very weird sense of humor. The loss of time was so strange, however. A feeling like I felt... A feeling like I fell both into and out of something, maybe. So, yeah. That was that was after our interview. What do you think? Um... Yeah, that was I, I saw the email too and I was like it's it's just crazy because and that's why the, my dream too felt really crazy to me because like after the interview Craig has that that happened to him mm-hmm. you know and then that I have that weird dream where that that's said to me and it's just I mean I don't know like I said Craig Craig always blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a fun guest to have on for sure. Yeah, so um, hope you enjoy. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think if I've ever had. Have you ever had missing time like that? I don't think so. Um, I've thought about it too because I know that's like a, a big, a big thing. But I feel like if I did, I either didn't notice, mm-hmm. or I just never have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I. I don't know if it counts like when I'm driving and I um, space out. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know I've definitely counts. had that happen, but yeah. I know that's like <laughs> Where you just a go scientific. Into autopilot and you're yeah, like, Wait, yeah. When did I? How did I get here? Yeah, like, oh, I don't even remember the drive. Yeah, yeah. But I'm never late, so that's why I feel like it's not missing time per se. Because like I, oh, I'm late all the time, dude. Well, we're two different people. <laughs> uh, I take after mom. Oh, oh no, yes, this is facts for certain. <laughs> 
There's absolutely no denying that. All you got to do next is start bringing tacos and be like, oh, sorry, I'm late. I stopped for tacos for everybody in the office. That's how she would get away with being late every day. Mm. No, if I did that, I'd be extra late. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, (laughs) don't do that. Just tell Valeria to make the tortillas and like the tacos and then just like slap on a Circle K or like foil. The, yeah. the wrapper that the specific go. wrapper they have. Yes. Well, alrighty, guys. Uh, I think we dragged that out long enough. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, remember, if you guys want to check a, check out our social medias, we do have a website. It's webelievedyou.com. We have a tab there where you can check out all our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, we also have a tab where you can listen to the podcast on any platform that you want, whether whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other one of those. On Apple Podcasts, you can uh, give us a five-star rating, and that'll help us get moved up in the ranks so more people can find us. You can also give us a review, and we'll read that on the podcast. And there's also a donate tab. If you want to donate, you can buy merch, the new t-shirt that Michelle put out. It's a hot seller right now. Uh, And there's also a contact us tab where you can let us know your stories. You can send them in in Spanish. We can translate them for you. Uh, if you want to be interviewed, you can let us know through there as well. If you want to be anonymous, you can go ahead and say you want to be anonymous. We won't mention your name and we'll only share the information that you guys want to share. Definitely reach out to us, guys. We want to hear stories because we believe. Do you? Do you?